Walk on Water Boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. Welcome in to another episode of the Walk On Water Boys podcast, episode, I believe, 37. I'm not really sure. Third episode of the season. I go by season. I yeah, go I don't know. So totals. episode three of season two. Uh, I think it's 37 overall. Welcome back. We got a nice long break, an extra week, uh, keeping to the two episodes a month uh, method here uh, in the football off season, uh, but a season... Austin, that's just getting started. Major League Baseball, obviously, while we were gone, had opening day. The Braves, 3-1 and one so far on the season, will not get to go undefeated this year, sadly. Uh, right now, the Rays and the, who is it, the Rays and the Twins still got a shot at the perfect season. <laughs> but the Braves will not with the one loss. Max Fried, of course, going to the 15-day IL with the injury in the opening day matchup for the Braves. Anything standing out to you really early? Obviously, it's baseball, long season. Most teams have only played three to five games, uh, but any thoughts early on? No, I mean, so far they're looking good. Three and one right now. They're playing as we speak. They are playing, and I believe they're up four to one already in this game. Uh, their bats look good. I think their team batting average is a little bit over 300 right now. Going into this game, which again, four games in, what really does that matter? Yeah. Not much. Not much. But uh, they look good so far. You know, we call it right now, National League champs. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know, why not? Spencer Strider picking up right where he left off with his his good start, his first start of the season. Um, but yeah, so yeah, still early. They look good so far, so that's good. So Major League Baseball is getting started. Another sport has come to an end. That is college basketball. UConn getting their fifth national championship in program history. This time as a four seed, knocking off the fifth seeded San Diego State, 76 to 59. UConn really looked impressive the whole, the entire tournament. And, and I believe every game they won by double digits. I, I believe that that's the stat I saw, but I mean, they look like the best team all tournament. A four seed gets the win. A crazy tournament. Just some stats to show you how crazy it was. This is the first time in history that no one seed has made the Elite Eight. And this is the first time in history that no one, two, or three seed made the final four. Just a crazy, crazy March Madness this year. Absolutely was. There were no un or there were no one hundred percent correct brackets mm-hmm. after round one. Uh, you know we do our our March Madness pool, and it was just low, low scoring. Yeah. 
Yeah, one person who was at the pretty much at the bottom the entire time had UConn winning it all. So they went from like next to last of about 14 people. Went from next to last, jumped all the way to third after UConn won the final four matchup and then got the win because UConn won it all. Absolutely <laughs> the 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 craziest March Madness I can ever remember. Um it was just insane. Yeah, and, I, and no, I was done. I was done on day one. That's the quickest yeah, my brackets done. busted. It it was it was crazy with Purdue, with Purdue, with Purdue losing. Uh, but speaking of our not much our, of a not much of a championship game either, but you no, know, no. I mean UConn, I mean they controlled every game they played. Yeah, I mean they yeah. they honestly, based off how the team all the teams played, they looked like the best team. So speaking of our pool that you brought up, I did finish ahead of Austin in our yeah. pool, but Austin got the win in our draft. Um he he got that one pretty easily. I think I finished maybe two or three spots ahead of you in our pool, but he got the win pretty easily in our college basketball draft. Uh, neither one of us had any Final Four teams. Nope. Uh, so, 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 but uh, but we'll 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 get to what his reward is for him winning that draft a little bit later, right. uh, a little bit later in the episode. Uh, so that's a wrap. Baseball just getting started. College basketball has come to an end. It's now we turn our eyes to the bracket that everybody has been paying attention to. Not the college basketball bracket. It's that serial bracket. It's that serial bracket. Everyone has wanting, waiting these long weeks since our last episode to find out the results and the Elite Eight matchup. So let's get right to it, Austin. Our results from the first round in the Yabba Dabba Delicious region. One-seeded Fruity Pebbles defeated four-seeded Apple Jacks 3-0. Two-seeded Captain Crunch defeated three-seeded Trix 2-1. In the Magically Delicious region, four-seeded Captain Crunch Peanut Butter got the upset over one-seeded Lucky Charms 2-1. Two-seeded Reese's Puffs defeated three-seeded Cocoa Pebbles 3-0. Over in the Their Great region, one-seeded Frosted Flakes defeated four-seeded Banana Nut Crunch, 3-0. Easy. Yep. Three-seeded Waffle Crisps knocked off two-seeded Golden Grams, 3-0. Cineverse region, <laughs> one-seeded Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I, I did not come up with that. Just as a reminder. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I was impressed. One-seeded Cinnamon Toast Crunch defeated four-seeded Dunkin' Caramel Macchiato, 2-1. And two seated Fruit Loops defeated three seated Rice Krispie Treats. Two, that was a rough one. Two to one. So that brings us to our Elite Eight matchups. So we're going to get started right here in the Yabba Dabba Delicious region, Austin. It's one seated Fruity Pebbles going against two seated Cat and Crunch. Uh, fruit Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity had to Pebbles. go with gut. Had to go with gut there. Yeah, that's what uh, you should I, go to with I, the, uh, cereal. Yeah. You should go yeah. with gut. Did a countdown uh, in my head and just said it. Fruity yeah. Pebbles. Yeah, Fruity Pebbles for me as well. I mean, yeah. that's that's top shelf for me when it comes to cereal. It is. Um, and no worries whatsoever about uh, injuries while eating a second bowl. Other other than a full tummy. You can go too hard. You could go too hard on Fruity Pebbles. Pebbles. You know, the Pebbles are so They're small. Tiny. You know. You get that second bowl, you're like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe get a little half bowl. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then, then you're out, out of commission. So yeah. you gotta be careful. That's, that's true. That is true. But so Fruity Pebbles advances on to the final four. They win their region. We still will put up the matchups on uh, my Twitter at Clint Wow Podcast, and then also Austin running the show over there on our main Twitter feed at Walk On Water Boys. Uh, so look for the polls. For why, why do you have to call me out when you say that? I just like the listeners to know who's who's slacking or doing a great job over there. Well, the other. you need to talk we'll to them. We'll let them determine that. You need to talk to management. Let's get somebody here to run our social media account. <laughs> there you go. There we go. All right. So Fruity Pebbles moves on. So that brings us to the the uh, magically delicious region. Lucky Charms has been knocked down in the first round. So we've got four seated Captain Crunch peanut butter taking on two seated Reese's Puffs. This is a very interesting interesting matchup here uh, who who are you going with austin i'm uh i'm sticking with uh the seafarers mm. i'm going captain crunch captain crunch all right well i'll go with i'm gonna go with reese's puffs to me i mean if you're looking for a i'm not a chocolate cereal, guy I'm yeah not but it's peanut butter guy. it's got peanut well, butter man yeah but it's got chocolate it does have chocolate i'm not a chocolate guy either but reese's puffs mm. once again i've already used the phrase top shelf I mean, top shelf, top shelf. I want it on a low shelf when I'm ready to eat it, but it's top shelf when it comes to my favorite cereals. All right. So that will, that will rely on the listeners over on the, uh, on the Twitter uh, to to decide the winner in the Reese's Puffs, Captain Crunch, peanut butter matchup, both marble shaped peanut butter cereals. I mean, yes, Reese's Puffs has the extra chocolate. Marble, marble shaped or round. Or round. I like the whatever, marble shape. Whatever you want to. a little more descriptive you know? word yeah, than okay. just round. You know? Yeah. No surprise here. Everyone knows Clint's not a, not a friend to the sailor uh, or the sailing community. So yeah. no yeah. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now let's move over to the Cineverse, Olsen's favorite region. The Cineverse, we've got one seated cinnamon toast crunch going against two seed this is a stack matchup one seated cinnamon toast crunch going against two seated fruit loops i mean these are two of your bigger names in the cereal industry fruit loops versus cinnamon toast crunch yes it, it is uh cinnamon toast crunch not really doesn't have a mascot That's you look at mass chefs yeah and that was oh. on the and that was on the box a bunch of dude in a chef hat. No, now they've that's got Rice the little, Krispies. Yeah, that's Rice Krispies. No, they got a little face on the cinnamon toast. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. just eating yeah. the yeah. person, the yeah. little guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, mascot battle again that goes to Fruit Loops, but I think uh, taste wise in this comparison, I'm going. I'm going French. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. French Toast Crunch. No French thanks. Toast. No, 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 no French Toast. I'll go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, I'm Again, sticking. you get the you get the powder at the end. You just get that cinnamon sugar yeah, but not, enough. Not, not enough. enough. Not enough. Not enough as it used to but be. I need to write there. them and say what happened. What made y'all go you this need to. way? Was it, you need to. was it, you know. It's this woke it's, culture. It's exactly it's, what it is. Somebody know. guided them in the yep. in that direction. I'm not a fan of it. But, yep. and therefore, I'm. I cannot vote for them because of that, because it Ouch. used to be a top shelf cereal for Ouch. me that knocked it so far down my list. Still a solid cereal, but I'm going to go with fruit loops here. I, I like fruit loops, all the, all the, the loop flavors and the mascot. You, I mean, I'll throw that in there. You can't beat toucan. 
But uh, so how Fruit Loops, another another matchup that will be determined by our listeners, Fruit Loops versus Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't think we voted the same in any of the matchups in the Cinnaverse region. Is it Toucan Sam? Toucan Sam, yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Toucan, Toucan Sam. All right, so let's move over to our final matchup in the Elite Eight. Over There's some the- Toucan somewhere named Sam. I know that. I'm I don't sure know. there is. I'm sure there yeah. is. Yeah, I don't know if it's Fruit There's not a Guinness. The Guinness Toucan isn't Sam. But I assume it's the Fruit Loops. Uh, So in the their great region, Frosted Flakes, the one seed going on the three seeded Waffle Crisp. Austin, who is your vote for here? Obviously, another classic mascot with Tony the Tiger. Hands down, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes is top shelf, but I'm going to shock you here. I have something above the top shelf. It is the ultimate shelf of cereal, and there's only one box that stands on that shelf, and that is Waffle Crisp. No. Best cereal. Best cereal ever. Best cereal ever. You've never tried it, correct? I think I have. It was so good you can't even remember it. It just blew yeah. your mind so much you can't even. It's like a maple You're not flavor. even allowed. You it's reacted like a maple so flavor. dark with your parents said, we can't feed our son this anymore. Yeah. Because look how he's acting right now. He's so is it, joyful. It's, is it, it's, it's a waffle. It's a maple flavor. It's a waffle. Yeah. It's a maple maple yeah. syrup flavor. It's delicious. I think it has maybe but, a hint of cinnamon in it. You know me. If I'm taking maple, I'm taking it straight. I don't <laughs> want this maple flavoring. Give me a well, bottle. How about this? So instead give of putting bottle, milk in the give bowl, me a just bottle pour of some Canada's maple syrup, own, maple syrup in the, the waffle crust cereal. No. I'll go straight to the tree. (laughs) The one product from Canada that I'll accept. All right. So the, so the, uh, so the only winner we have is Fruity Pebbles. That's the only one that's moved on. All of our other matchups in the Elite Eight will be decided by the. As it should be. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. Fruity Pebbles. So we've got our three matchups. You'll sit, find those. Those are the important ones, listeners, for you to vote on on at Clint Wow Podcast and at and at Walk On Water Boys. That's where you'll find those matchups to vote for. And then our next episode, two weeks from now, will be the the uh, the final four of the 2023 Walk On Water Boys serial bracket. All right, so there's something going on this week, Austin. What is it? What's happening this week? Big in the sports in the sports world. Uh, I'm going out of town on Friday, so I'm not really sure. We're recording this Tuesday night, by the way. I'm going out of town Friday. I'm not really sure what's happening this week. What 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 is happening in the sports world? You got to update me. I really haven't paid attention. That's right, friends. Welcome to the 2024 edition. 24? Of, 2024? Oh, <laughs> 2023 edition of The Masters. Oh, the Masters is happening. You know, I'll be in Augusta. Should I swing by? Cue the bird, the bird songs in the background. Yeah, yeah, I'll get that. I don't think our budget has got that yet. And that's also, we don't have a budget for a good Jim Nance impersonator. No, no. (laughs) No, Uh, no. Should I swing by? I'm in Augusta on Friday. Should I go? I think you should go. I think you should go. Should I I swing by? uh, Whatever, Clint. Whatever. So I will be at the Masters on Cut Day. Super so excited. Did you, did you talk to? Uh, did you talk to the Masters? Are they going to let you do a show 
outside the gates or they told me the... they told me not this year uh they really want me to do more of a meet and greet get to know some of the you know the, the upper management of the masters and then we're looking at possibly 2024 uh having an episode uh coming to you live from augusta augusta national but yes super excited first time going um excited and i can't wait cannot wait the as i'm little little worried about the weather right now they're calling for rain but hopefully hopefully things will change uh but i've looked at some of the groupings and uh i'm excited there are some really good good groupings there about the i think around the 10 to 11 o'clock tea times uh so excited to see that but uh but yeah, I, I hope to be there for the the very first person to tee off and the last person to to sink the putt on uh, eighteen for that day. So, so are you gonna get with Fred Ridley and and go over next year's coverage, or, or are we just gonna meet with them on the off season? So right now, them? the main person I've been in communication with is actually Jim Nance. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's the person I've been talking to the most. Well, um, he did just get done what with March yes, Madness. Yes, exactly. He he's kind of so. he stepped away from March Madness. And he's he's really trying to some of his extra time he's going to have is is trying to help set this up for twenty twenty four. That's good to hear. Yeah. So uh, it's Masters week. This is honestly one of my favorite weeks. Um, I mean, can you? I, I mean, a Masters. Lot of people, so you got March Madness, yeah, right into Major League Baseball opening day, and then you've got the Masters. A lot of people watch golf Masters week for the first time, mm-hmm. and that's great. I love it. I'm excited. Tomorrow is Wednesday. The par three, uh, the par three tournament. I will do my yearly routine of making a pimento and cheese or pimento cheese sandwich. I'll eat one for you. Down. I'll eat one for you, friend. Yeah, I, I do this. Every, you know, at noon, I sit down and have my pimento cheese sandwich and watch the par three tournament while I work. Mm-hmm. Quotations. Work. Air quotes. Air uh, quotes. I'm, I'm excited, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's yep. just it's it's good when you can turn on the TV and it's just Masters coverage all day. Oh yeah. And obviously we're brought to you by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association and Pega wanted us to mention obviously this week also with the Masters you've got the release of EA Sports PGA Tour Road to the Masters a video game. This is the first EA Sports golf game since 2015. That's hard to believe that they have not had a golf game since 2015. This is only the fourth time the Masters has appeared in a golf game. Uh, 2011, 2012, and 2013. So it's been 10 years, a decade since we've seen uh, the Masters Augusta National able to be played in a Which video game. Which is weird. Which is weird, but I mean, it is, it is Augusta National. So I mean, it's weird. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's like Michael Jordan, you know, trying to get him in a video game. When does that ever happen? Chicago Bulls number 99. I mean, you knew who it was in the video yeah. game, you know, but. So, but last, you know, back to the actual golf, Scotty Scheffler, the favorite going into this year, of course, as he should be, uh, last year's champion, Scotty Scheffler. So, you know, should be the favorite going in. He is, I think actually right now, the latest I saw him and Rory may be tied, may have the same odds. I believe I, I can't, remember. uh, when I, I checked today, the odds were, uh, Scotty Scheffler five to one, Rory seven to one, seven John Ram nine to one. I think Spieth was like 11. John Ram, you're still yeah. sticking with the Hemi version, eh? John Ram, baby. 
Uh, all right. So, but this is exciting because if you listen to us last year, uh, as you know, every major, we did a draft. We drafted, I believe, three players based on how those three players performed. We had a winner. Uh, this year, obviously, we're down a host. Austin and I kind of we came up with something I think that'll be a little more enjoyable, something that gets us. I don't know. I think it will just be a better competition throughout all the majors. So we're still going to do a draft, uh, but this year, this is how it's going to work. So it's going to be five player teams. It's going to be four plus one alternate. So we'll all have four players and then we'll have an alternate. So that alternate can be a replacement for an injured player, but it also brings in the tiebreakers later on. And we'll get to that. So how do you win a major for your team? You've got players combined to score that make the cut. So if Austin has three, I have four, whatever our, whoever has the lowest score uh, will get the win for that major. Or if one of your players wins the tournament, then your team automatically wins. Nothing else matters. If one of your players wins, you get the win for the major. Or if there's a tie, if it comes out to be a tie, then the highest finishing alternate breaks the tie and determines the winner for that major. Now, your overall winner on the season, winner of the the most majors. So if Austin wins three majors, I win one, he gets the overall win. If there is a tie, two to two, the team that had the least amount of players that missed the cut in the majors, that will determine the winner for their overall season. So, any questions, Austin? I think we kind of went over this back and forth over the past week, trying to figure out how we wanted to do this. I think we came up with a good system, um, but I think I think we're both on the same page here. Yeah, I think so. I think we're yep. good. Yep. So I'll start so, it off. Yep. We're snake draft. This is Austin's <laughs> reward. I didn't want to give it to him, but I had Ooh. to reward him somehow for winning the the March Madness draft. So he will get to pick first, and because it's a snake draft, I'll get the second and third pick. But, Austin, we're doing team names by your request. So your team name and then your first pick. Yeah, so I figured we'd do team names, kind of tie in uh, Live Golf here since we are doing a team draft. We'll incorporate Mm -hmm. that. So up first for the warm burners, warm burners, the right. warm burners, the warm burners or the warm burners, <laughs> the warm burners, <laughs> uh, the world number one returning champion. This guy just flat out wins. We talked about it last episode. Yep. Solid number one pick for every major, every golf round there is scotty Scheffler. yeah i mean you can't i mean i wish i would have won the the marsh madness draft but yeah of course you do i would have liked to have him on my team so i, I kind of figure scotty Scheffler would be your first pick obvious this is obvious choice obvious. it's like the nfl draft when there's a player coming out everybody knows who the number one pick is going to be they start talking about two three four and five uh we knew scotty Scheffler was going to go number one Although I am happy because that does allow me to pick my two favorite players in golf right now. My two favorite players are there for me to take. So I'm going to go with for Rory McIlroy. So 
team bees the bees knees bees knees the bees knees uh my first pick will be Austin you said it yeah <laughs> Roy McElroy right now number two <laughs> who Rory McElroy yep number two in the world four major wins he got the 2011 U.S. Open 2012 PGA Championship 2014 Open Championship and the 2014 PGA Championship. So it's been a while, obviously, since he's won a major. Still looking for that green jacket, though. But uh, he's playing He's playing, playing as phenomenal. good a golf as yeah, he's phenomenal. has in the past 10 years. Phenomenal. Yep. So Roy is my Rory is my number one pick. And then I'm going to my other favorite player, Colin Morikawa. That's a good pick. He, he was on is, my board. So he is my number two pick. He does have a major – he's got two major wins. He's got the 2020 PGA Championship and the 2021 Open Championship, number 12 in the world right now. So even though I didn't get Scotty Scheffler, I got my two favorite golfers on my team. So excited about that. And he was actually on Jimmy Fallon the other night. I watched it. And guess what they talked about? Cereal. Cereal. Apparently he's a big cereal guy. And it was interesting, though, how he – fixes his cereal he's a milk first guy whoa well yeah a little questionable with that i was like whoa but then he said he's a frosted flakes guy so i mean frosted flakes you voted against it i did vote against you might it, be doomed. Frosted flakes is still top shelf but colin marikawa he's my number two pick so also i like more cow he, he was my he was he was close to my fourth or alternate pick i like him I love his approach game. Only issue with Morikawa is uh, his putting. Same thing with Roy McIlroy. Mm-hmm. Roy McIlroy goes back to the Scotty Cameron putter. Um, Roy McIlroy was uh, hundred and he is one hundred and seventy fifth ranked in putting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he said this. Though. He's just going to chip everything in. He said moving back to this Scotty Cameron putter has opened him up, opened up to a better a better putting system for him. Mm-hmm. He's going to need it. Yeah. Um, but that's the only downfall I see for Morikawa is his yeah. putting. Well, something I looked um, at too, and the reason I'm giving you the what they've done in majors because obviously this is going to go over the season with all yeah. four majors. So I want players that, that are proven winners in the biggest tournaments in golf. Yep. Uh, so open up to me now. I got John Ramrom, uh, world number three. Uh, mm-hmm. love John Rom. Uh, 2018 through 2021, four consecutive top five finishes at the Masters last year. He was tied for 27th. Was was the way he finished? Uh, he he got injured. What was it? Middle of last year, and, he withdrew and, in the from the yeah from a tournament this year, didn't he? Was it this? Yeah, I think it was this year. He he withdrew. Well, I know he had this. trouble trouble last year. Uh, it has been lingering, but he's been playing good golf. Number lately. three ranked player in the world right yes, now. Yes, number three ranked player in the world. Uh, I'll go with John Ramrom. Okay. John Ram. All right. The Hemi. John Ramrom, Hemi. All right. So who is your third pick? Number three for the Warrior Burners. <laughs> so with this pick, I'm not necessarily looking at masters i'm looking down the stretch of majors down here road, yeah mm-hmm. uh i'm going with my main man my favorite golfer jordan spieth jordan spieth i had a feeling that was going to be your pick here he's playing good golf as well mm-hmm. lately uh here's one thing to note about jordan spieth two straight years he has won a tournament 
on Easter Sunday. Let's make it interesting stats stat of the day. Stat. Don't come for me, Dan Patrick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be uh ATT two years ago and last year uh the um heritage. Yeah. Interesting stat. I love it. Great stat. So, Great so, stat there. Yeah, good hey, thing. I mean, I would have taken them. If you would, I knew you were gonna take them, but I would have taken them if you left them there for me. So that's your third pick. Uh well, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go right there with his best bud for my number three pick. I'm going with Justin Thomas. You can right have number not, 10. Not on my board. Number 10 ranked player in the world right now. Two major wins, both PGA championships, one in 2017 and one last season, 2022. So I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of Justin Thomas, but he, to me, he's, he's so reliable. He's so reliable in the majors that I, I like Justin Thomas. He may not win it, but I think he's I think he's always going to be there on that on the, the final day. So I, I like Justin Thomas here with my third pick. So now my final player, and this is interesting because I could go I could go a lot of ways here, um, and I just don't know which way to go because you took John Rom. He was going to be my fourth pick. I got I got four guys sitting right now for for my final. Yeah, that's uh, a, I've got a ton of people. I don't yeah. know. I'm glad I get to pick my alternate last because because that'll 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 determine. Because I hope I get. So I'm going to surprise you here. I think I'm going to surprise. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to go Patrick Cantley here. I'm going to go Patrick Cantley, number four ranked player in the world, sitting there, no major wins, but number four ranked player in the world. I, I just, there's another player sitting out there. I'm afraid to pull the trigger. So I'm going to see if he's there for the alternate. I'm going to go well, Patrick Pat, Cantley. Patrick Cantley will, uh, will, will, uh, help out with your putting, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're playing, uh, I don't think they're playing alternate shot or captain's choice or, oh, just saying, <laughs> just as, uh, just as a whole. All right, so that gives my my four man team right now is set. I've got Rory, I got Colin, I got Justin, and I got Patrick. So, Austin, your final pick, and then your alternate. Uh, yeah, I got four. There's four a, there's a big name sitting there. There's a big name sitting there that that actually got drafted a lot last year in our in our draft, but. Things have changed around that person, that player. Are you about Cam Young? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, not Cameron Young. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Yeah. You talking about Cam Smith? Yeah. I don't. With Cam, so Cam Smith was on my board, but with Cam Smith going to live, Mm -hmm. they're not playing nearly as much golf. They're doing team games. Yeah. I. I don't know how that took him off. Yeah, he would have been on my board, but with the live, I I took him off. Yeah, I think with my fourth and final pick. Uh, to round out my team, I'm gonna go with. I'm going with Tony Finau. Oh man, that was gonna be my fourth pick. I was like, no, I think he'll be there for the alternate. Tony Finau. Oh, that was a good Twenty fifth or better in ten straight rounds oh. or ten straight tournaments. I like him. Again, I'm not saying Tony Finau is gonna win the Masters, but he's consistently a top twenty guy. He's gonna help in the long run. Man, uh, I was then, really hoping he was going to be there for my alternate. Man, I should have went ahead and picked him. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, for the alternates, mm. man, I've got four players left on my board. I got four on my board right now. This is tough. I'm going Max Homa. Well, he was on my board. He I'm was going Max on. Homa. And I'll tell you the, I got, so here's my, just to let you know, Max Homa, my other three, Xander Shoffley, Victor Hovland, and Cam Young. Okay, so I had Cam Young on my board as well. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to go Cameron Young. I don't think. Are you going to pull uh, Addison and go Tiger? No, 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 no. So I'll go ahead and tell you, I'll go ahead and tell you the three players left on my board now. Will Zalatoris, Cameron Young, and Matt Fitzgerald. Those are the three players. Matt Fitzgerald got the major win last year, broke through, got the major. So that's why he's on my board. He's got a major championship. I like Cameron Young. He's the rookie of the year from 2021-2022 uh, season. I believe he's a Wake Forest grad. And then uh, Will Zalatoris, uh, to me, he's a very consistent player. Very consistent. Um, you know, I, th I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Will Zalatoris just for the consistency. Well, I'm glad you took him instead of Cam Young. Because that would make me feel bad if uh, you end up beating me with Cam Young as yeah. he was on one of my my tops for the alternate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the only thing I'm concerned about Will's outdoors is he's had a bad back lately. So if if that, you know, again, this is all four well, he's majors. He's an alternate. You know, he's an alternate. And this so. is all four majors. So. Yeah. so what we'll do, by the way, what we'll do, I didn't announce this. So if you are – once a player gets injured and if they are deemed like, so they will not be participating in a major, your alternate will fill that role and then you will draft another alternate. Gotcha. If your alternate gets hurt, then you will draft another alternate when it's, you know, leading up to that major. So you'll always have five players uh, regardless. Okay. So, all right. So that's a wrap on the, the 2023 PGA 23, not 24, 23, not 24, 2023, uh, PGA major draft. Our teams are set. So Austin, that's, that's it for this episode. Now we will not be back, uh, for, let's see another two weeks. So I guess we'll be, where will that put us the end of April, the last week of April, I believe that's what they'll put us or maybe the next last week of April, uh, we'll be back. So we'll recap recap the uh the, the masters uh, my experience at the masters what i thought of it um and then the serial bracket results and get into our our final four and then also uh there should be some news uh coming in that episode with uh palmetto amateur gaming association's plans for the ea sports pga road to the masters video game well before we go uh one two things here so this Masters will be Sandy Lyle and Larry Mize's last Masters appearance. Mm -hmm. uh, Sandy Lyle, uh, famous for his haggis dinner at the Masters Championship dinner. Also the first golf club I ever had, Mizuno Sandy Lyle. Oh, there you go. And uh, Larry Mize uh, beat Greg Norman back in, what was it, 
I don't know. One of those I can't remember which one of those masters. Yeah. Hey, uh, a quick trivia for you. You should get this right. This is relatively easy. That's okay. prob- those are the ones I miss. One of Scotty Scheffler going for a back-to-back Masters tournament win here, right? Yeah. Only happened three times. Who are the other? Who are the three back-to-back Masters winners? So Tiger. One. I'm assuming Jack. Two. Don't overthink this. Arnold Palmer. No. Not Arnold Palmer. Uh, whew. Don't overthink it. Now you got me overthinking it. <laughs> uh, you're gonna, you're Bubba gonna, Watson. no, no, sir, <laughs> Nick Faldo. Oh, Nick Faldo. Yes, yes. Bubba Watson has won it twice, though. He Nick has won it Faldo. twice. I think there was a gap year. I think there was a gap in the, there was when he, when he won him, but. Uh, whatever happened to him, man? Bubba Watson and Bubba's and still... Ricky Fowler and, and well, Ricky Fowler's was that, doing was better other, this year. The other guy, what was the other guy that hung out with him? Who they was who was the? Uh, yeah, I was about to say uh, Bubba Watson still TikToking it up. I think. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, before we do wrap up the show, the Rizzy Duffer tour kicks off hey. next Saturday at a uh, down in the Low Country at uh, the Old Beaufort Country Club. So uh, if you if you go out there and play on that course, uh, the Walk on Water Boys will be present and playing next Saturday out there with the Rizzy Duffer Tour. So we'll we'll be able to give you some results from that kicking off the season uh, with solo play, solo stroke play. So excited about that. Uh, so now, so that's a wrap on this episode, third episode of season two. Uh, don't forget to check out. The serial bracket, make sure you vote on at Clint Wow Podcast and at Walk on Water Boys. That's it for Austin and myself. We'll see you on the next episode.